0: and it's over to Lewis and Robbie.
1: So you know, last night I stayed out too late, all right? And I've got, I've, I've literally got nothing in my brain. Yeah, I mean, at least, at least that's what people say, you know, or uh, well, that's what, that's what you say, you know. Um. So and and then if I eat too many dates, right? Then my colon can't make them stay. Uh, at least that's what people say. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what people say. But we'll keep potting. We can't stop. We won't stop potting. It's like I've got too much talking about pets in my mind and saying it's going to be all right, but. It's barely enough. Welcome to episode thirty-six of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton, and I'm joined by the honorary secretary of the Mamets Collective. It's Dr. Lewis Kirk. Mamets—that's M-A-M-I-T-S. Do you know what that stands for? Can you tell us what the Mammoth stands oh, for? The-
2: something, something middle-aged males that are into Taylor Swift. That is
1: exactly oh. it. Exactly it. <laughs> 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 How you going, mate? <laughs> Good, mate. How are you? I was, I was,
2: I was thinking of the lines of the mammals, the bike riders. I uh, thought, oh, you've got to be something like that. That,
1: that. That's going around there. So, yeah, no, there you go. So, uh, Tay-Tay,
2: hey? It was amazing, mate. Fantastic yeah. night. I tell you what, the... Uh, uh, the the concert, she, the show she put on. My my uh pigtails were wet with tears, mate. Were my, they? My braces are aching from screaming this morning. My, yeah, my my uh you know in a thirteen year old teenage girl, mate. <laughs> it was pumping last night. Just just done. Just just oh, great. Right, p- there was, it was a, uh, a young girl behind us. I don't know. If, Fourteen, fifteen, yeah, just like she's seen the Beatles. You know that footage of seeing the Beatles, and yeah. she did that for two hours. Wow, just, just is, goes, ah! yeah, yeah, and crying and wow. and the tears and and, we, me and Deb mean, like I was like, oh, do you reckon I can take a video of it? Just oh. to, just to be good to show Robbie, but I thought oh, no, it's probably not. V- not videoing
1: thirteen-year-old girls at a Taylor Swift concert, mate. Not not a great no, way. No, 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 not a great way of getting out of there alive. Um, so where, where did she play? She's at Marvel, mate. Marvel, oh, Marvel State, Stadium, the old idiot. Yeah, 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 Marvel.
2: yeah, It was amazing. It was yeah, she put on like
1: good show? All the
2: snakes and you know, travelled well, around se- the whole arena. You and sent everything. me the
1: picture of the massive snake. Going, yeah, yeah. wow, what's going on there? It's yeah. a little bit Harry Potterish, you know? Yeah, it, well, it's snake season. Yeah, it's a tiger. Pretty well, sure. Well, it was, I a was tiger thinking snake. that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I looked. I was trying to count the scales on its back to try and see which one it was. You know, <laughs> which Vanim, she might need yeah. after the bite. You reckon? <laughs> well, because um, I I went and saw um, the Dollop uh, record a podcast last oh, night in yeah. Melbourne. So um, you know, and it was uh, so it was at Hamer Hall. Um, you know, uh, so. Uh, Dave Anthony, Gareth Reynolds, and Australian comedian Nick Cody were there doing um, doing their talk, and um, you know at the end, you know it's quite a but you know, p- political, you know like satire, but you know um, but but you know uh, getting quite political, especially at the end. Dave Anthony trying to rally the the troops of trying to you know, make a difference for uh, global warming, oh, for the wow. fact that uh, you know, and climate change, for the fact that our politicians aren't doing anything. And, did Taylor Swift cover any of that uh, at the end of no, her no, show, no, mate? No, there
2: lots of fireworks. It was it formed the whole entertainment. It was a we all got a little plastic bracelet that was disposable, so no, no no real touch on the global warming issue. No, issues.
1: no. <laughs> Quite a bit of merch that probably contributed to global warming, I reckon, and, and some know uh, yeah, some landfill in a few months' time once it all falls yeah. apart. Oh, exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, and people, the links people go
2: to, to dress up. There were, you know, there were people dressed up from all the uh, uh, video video clips and stuff. Really, and really, people were right into it. it was a it was fantastic. Like to cosplaying Taylor Swift, pretty much, and and the crowd was just. Just a really good crowd, you know. Like, yeah. you know, the, no, the last last concert I went to it might have been Guns N' Roses. Perhaps that was a little different, different crowd. demographic, yeah, yes. slightly
1: different demographic. Yeah, I felt
2: yeah. I was a male amongst
1: males. Yeah, but this one I wasn't so much. <laughs> well, well, I guess the um, you know, from a, a an androgen point of view, you're probably sort of in the, in the middle of the bell curve with the uh, you know, at the Guns N' Roses concert. You know, um, oh no, no, on the you're tapered, right, up, end, the feminine end. I oh, think, oh for okay, that okay one. well yeah. there you go. I'm, I didn't want I, to make the yeah, assumption, yeah, Louis. Exactly. You know. Yeah. I did
2: put on some black
1: jeans and some blunderstone boots, but that's about as far as it went. I um, the, one of the first shows that I went to was in '96, uh, so when I was in Year 12, um, yeah. a couple of guys had a, a spare ticket to go and see AC/DC, oh, and so it was gonna be my, my first rock show. Was that you the know, Tennis Center? The, the Tennis yes. Center, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. The Back
2: in Black tour. Yeah, that was fantastic.
1: Um, yeah, and so I'm um, gone there and like I've never been to a rock show before, yeah. and what do I wear? And so um. <laughs> You know, and so instead of uh, going there just in jeans and a t-shirt, I've gone in there and, and slacks in slacks and a shirt. Slacks, mate. So it's like <laughs> slacks to ACDC. Oh my god! I'm Ooh, in the train. Nice crease down the front. I have backed the wrong pony here <laughs> so badly. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not wasn't a huge uh, ACDC fan. Oh, it was a, a great
2: show. I'm a but, massive fan of Akadaka oh. I love that show. That was in that venue. They just went off.
1: It was just thumping, absolutely yeah, thumping. I saw
2: them. I saw them when they came out oh, a few years ago. Just didn't have it. That was '88 as well.
1: Yeah, that's because they're all about eighty-five years old, old now. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's I mean, back then they were they were seventy-five, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> and Brian Johnson's going deaf, so that doesn't help. Doesn't you know, help a at all. And you're
2: deaf. It's kind <laughs> of hard to hit cues. the notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the cues of when to come in as well yeah. yeah Listen mate What's been going on I, We haven't touched on this But on, on Facebook and Instagram Yes Lots of happy 21st birthdays mate Are you putting it out somewhere there That you're uh, that you you you're cheating on a few years What's
1: going on Trying mate? to trying to live life My nan um, all of her life you'd, Every birthday it would say how old are you And she'd go I'm, I'm 28 right. I'm 28 I thought I'd go a couple of years back And just go I'd say I'm 21 Twenty one. So that's where it's at You reckon Oh I think from. so Yeah Did, But Right so and uh, you, You're alluding to the the, to the box of trophies that I've got here on, oh, uh, uh, on, the, tro- on the floor, yeah. So uh, just to let listeners know, so um uh, I've, got, I've got my old box of baseball trophies. It just happens to be there for Lewis <laughs> to have a look at. I, right? It
2: feels like I've walked into the pool
1: room of Robbie, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then while I was pulling them all out and having a look. Right, have a look at this. I'll, I'll put the picture up on the uh, on the feed. But that's the. Uh, that's what I found in the bottom of that box.
2: Oh, what is? Oh, that's a, so. That's a. Is that a, a, a burst balloon that says "Happy Twenty First Birthday, Rob"? That is a Rob.
1: genuine birthday balloon that I've still got from my twenty <laughs> first birthday that I found in the bottom of that box that I just happened to pull out last weekend. Wow, so mate. how nuts is that? Well, so maybe, yeah. So that's the thing. I'm putting that out there, saying that yes, I am twenty one. Twenty one. Well, do you listen to all the podcasts, mate, when they come out
2: when we when we record them? I sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> There might have been one you missed there, mate, because uh, one of the best ofs, I did put a little, just a, just a little, add a little, just a little comment in there. Right, yeah. But, uh, you know, if anyone, it's Robbie's birthday, if anyone's out there, please go on the socials and wish him happy 21st oh, birthday. Oh, there you go. Right, <laughs> now. So that's so where it's a come from. Little
1: stitch up there, mate. Well, oh, that's all uh, right, I don't mind that, you know. I'll, I'll do the same for you for your 48th <laughs> birthday next year. Appreciate it, mate. Yeah, <laughs>
2: thanks. Don't make me younger <laughs> than I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't take the mickey that much.
0: That, yeah, that's yeah. right, exactly.
2: All righty now. Now, a big thank you to uh, Zilkeen, which are sponsors of the podcast. Uh you know, really good product for um mild uh, phobias and anxieties in cats and dogs. Yes. Really good for car travel. If, you, if your dogs uh, a little bit nervous in the car.
1: Were you a little bit nervous on the drive down here oh, today because I you've had to come to my joint today because yeah. yeah. We're in the Robin is it the Robin Cave or oh, her,
2: which which one's the Batman Cave? Is this the Robin Cave? Yeah. I guess it could be could I be th- the
1: I think I've got the Robin Cave. You're the Bat Cave. No, I don't know mate. This, pod is cave. Just, this is just my lounge room. Ooh. I think I think the acoustics here are pretty good, but so you've got the old um the old rough uh you know uh, the, uh, the, the plaster plasterboard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think it sort of helps to helps to you know, and the carpet and well, all. That sort I'm worried
2: of stuff. we're getting a bit of reverb off those trophies, though, mate. There's a lot of them there. Well, that's because I shined them all up before you <laughs> got here, mate. So you
1: know, on some of them wearing skirts. What's going on? Is uh, that a baseballer in skirts? What's going on there, yeah, mate? Baseball in skirts. <laughs> Haven't you ever watched a league of their own? You know, no. no. Don't, don't be such a hypocrite. No. Sorry,
2: <laughs> sorry to all those those uh, skirt loving baseball players out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, terrible yeah. when you slide in. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> and also big thanks to Veterinary Dermatology Clinic, who uh, do skin take skin referrals in Sydney, Canberra, and Tassie. Um, you can we had uh, danny on a couple of weeks ago yes interviewing the it's a fantastic interview we had some
1: had some awesome feedback yeah. on that from a client that have been yeah. listening to it and it's some been questions
2: too so if you've got more questions for danny yes. we'll get her back on again i reckon she was fantastic absolutely
1: yeah yeah well, she's, she's often back down in town so yep. um so yeah, if, you've, if you've got dermo questions send us through an email to two vets talk at gmail.com yep. and we'll uh, we'll pose them to uh the world's nicest dermatologist the next time we catch up with her
2: yeah exactly and you can also find them veterinary dermatology clinics on uh, on facebook Facebook. Yeah, we'll, we'll put a, uh, a link in the show notes.
1: Yeah, we'll do.
2: So, what do you got, mate? All right, now I've got an article, mate, that came from Sydney Uni. Yes. A dog's colour could impact longevity, increase health problems. Right, okay. So, this was, this was a follow up on a study that was done in the UK of
1: 33,000 Labrador retrievers. Gee whiz. So, so, it's huge numbers. Yeah,
2: massive. So, and. Uh, of all so it was da- that was all colours, but it showed that chocolate labradors. Yeah. Chocolate coloured labradors have a high incidence of ear infections and skin disease. Right. And it was recently published in the Journal of Canine Genetics and Epidemiology. So part of the Sydney Uni's Vet Compass program. Have you heard of the VET Compass no, Program? No, 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 what's a Vet Compass program? Oh, I think it's a program which collects and analyses electronic patient data on dogs. Um, sort of from all over Australia. Right, okay. So they're replicating, I think, what they've done in the UK. Um, and they found that Labradors are the most popular breed of dog okay. in, in Australia. Um, but in the UK, they found that the median longevity of a non-chocolate Labrador is 12.1 years. Okay. So yellow, you're black. They live for about 12.1 years. Yep. The chocolates uh, live for 10% – no, they, sorry, the chocolates live for 10% less – than the other guy so, so that's about a no, year, they, one a year and a year and change. Yeah, they could have calculated that for me; It would have made it easier reading. What would well, be one point two years? Thanks, mate. So, so they live for about eleven years. Eleven years, right? yeah. <laughs> Helpful. Um, the prevalence of ear inflammation was to- twice as high in chocolate Labradors, and they were also four times more likely to suffer from hotspot dermatitis. W- really, the so, Choco Labs? Yeah, the Chocolate Labs. Wow. How's that? Okay. Yeah, I don't know that I see a lot of Chocolate Labs. Uh, Eh, Probably a good smattering, but maybe even numbers.
1: And certainly not to the point where... I'd say that the Choco Labs are more inclined to getting the, yeah. the but I mean yeah that's we're, we're talking small numbers and they're talking 33,000 yeah. so yeah I mean they're sort of taking out the variability there but because um, that was something that Danny alluded to when she was talking the other day about the genetic predisposition and cocoa, like with blue staffies and things yeah, like that she you know was too,
2: you're right. yeah, so, yeah.
1: Um, so I guess there's got to be some genetic component there I mean, whether or not it's got something to do with the, the hair colour and the reduced uh, skin barrier or something like that, so do they well, as I mentioned, any-
2: the relationship between coat colour and disease may reflect an inadvertent consequence of breeding certain pigmentations. Right, yep. Because chocolate colour is recessive in dogs. So yep. that means it's hard, I guess, well, just recessive in dogs. Yep. The gene for this colour must be present in both parents for their puppies to be chocolate. Right. Breeders targeting this colour may therefore be more likely to breed only Labradors carrying the chocolate coat gene. It may be that the result reduced, resulting reduced gene pool includes a higher proportion of genes conducive to ear and skin conditions. So maybe they're breeding for HP, mate. Breeding for environmental allergens, like yeah, Danny was saying.
1: Which is yeah, you know, um, I guess it's that thing of where you know the it's selection pressures, isn't it? You know, yeah. like they're um, you know they're, they're looking for coat colours rather than necessarily exactly. You know, and that was something because I, I think when so when we graduated, it was around the time where they started doing a lot in the way of uh, hip and elbow scoring of, um, of, of breeds of dogs in order to try and improve the, the joints. Um, because for so many years the the breeding has been a lot more on the way of the the, the phenotype, the way that the animals look, yeah. rather than yeah, that's that's been the selection pressure. What, what the judge in the show ring thinks looks good. Exactly. Yes. Pretty yeah. Much. Which is a, a a very um. I mean, they've got their their breed standards. That's what they're looking for, and that's fine. But. Um, it's it's not looking for those other than quality of life, yeah. you know. Selecting selection traits. Exactly. I mean, we've seen
2: behaviour as well that you know that um, it'd be great if if um, if breeders selected for temperament for dogs. Yeah. You know, you'd have have perhaps a a, a general population of dogs in general yeah. that have come from breeders that that might be of a nicer temperament. Yeah, which would be fantastic. You know. Yeah. But but as it is, you know, um, you know that they can have one male way up in the line that's perhaps perhaps a, a really fearful dog or or mm. got some real anxiety issues, and then he just throws it down to his offspring, you know? So, yep. so the offspring are perhaps a little bit more inclined to have anxiety in their genes. And so that's how you can get some of these sort of temperament traits um, sort of sort of spread along. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 keep going. Yeah, so across the entire lab population, the most common health conditions found were obesity, ear infections, and joint conditions. Now... Is here's, here's one for you, mate. Yeah. UK Labradors, thirty-three thousand of them. What percentage are overweight or <laughs> obese? You reckon? Oh, of
1: of Labradors, right? Yeah. This is this is great. Um, I reckon of Labradors. Don't go I, too high. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, oh gee whiz! I high. don't. Yeah, Rodio. Yeah. Um, or well, let's say, let's say fifty-five percent. I said not to go too high. Eight point eight percent. Really? They're yeah. only eight point eight obese
2: in in the UK. Maybe that's maybe they're different in the UK. That sounds like BS to me. I would say Labradors. Yeah, I'd be pushing definitely more than half.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean particularly around England as well, where you know that quite often they're not exercise a lot during winter. You know, where it's so cold. I wonder how know? that's measured too. It doesn't really say. It's pretty subjective as well, I guess. Obesity. You know, if it was on, um, you know, client. Uh, yeah, and, you know, client <laughs> yeah. perception. You know, out of ten, you know how obese is your dog? I oh, eat my my dog is an athlete. He's a zero. Body. He's yeah. a whippet. He looks like a zero. He's the same shape as a zero. <laughs> did, did you know he's crossed with a la- with a whippet? Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah, so, a yeah, yeah. yeah. Labrador cross whippet. So well, he's really skinny. Well, he ate a whippet, but yeah, because <laughs> he was hungry because he tried to make him lose some weight. Um, uh-huh. a question without notice, yeah. right, from where you were talking about um the uh. Yeah, Behaviour and selection pressures and things, yeah. you know, do you think that subjectively you're seeing an upswing in anxiety issues and behaviour-related issues at the moment compared to when you first graduated, or do you think it's just that we're looking for it more, or...?
2: oh yeah i reckon we're better educated on it now yeah certainly yep. when i graduated i mean how many how many lectures do you have on behavior two two yeah yep. I think we had four yeah and oh, we
1: might have had four too i might have gone to <laughs> two of them <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no i would have gone to all of, of them of course yeah, you yeah. went to all of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're
2: learning you're catching up now mate it's absolutely good. yeah <laughs> so yeah and i reckon oh, well they say that 20 percent of the human population has some sort of you know mental health Issue, and yeah. I think that's probably the same with dogs, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's worth yeah, right. Um And I would say, you know, well, I reckon I, every dog I see is anxious, but that's me looking <laughs> for it, mate. And, uh, uh, When you're uh, trained you train to be e- a hammer,
1: the whole world looks like a nail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: spot on mate but yeah i, yeah, I would agree probably 20 yeah you know, i reckon that's where we're pushing it yeah know? right and i reckon it's just because we're more aware of it you know yeah, like yeah we went through uni it wasn't wasn't about anxiety you know the lectures yeah. i got it was about well dominance and you know we're still in that alpha dog sort of scenario stuff where yeah. it's just been a switch around now it's like, like anxiety
1: just makes so much more sense and, and, yeah it, it, it's a it's a uh, the right size plug for the right size hole for it to make sense of all the things that you're seeing, yep. you know, um, and it's quite hard to then try and get that around people's heads. Or I guess it's taken so long for us as an industry to get around that, to then try and get it across, uh, you know, clients perceptions as well as, is uh, sometimes tough. I, I, I agree with you. I think from the, the perception uh, point of view, I, I think, I think I'm looking for it a lot more than what I, yeah. you know, was at the start. You know, I think just because I'm more aware of it, and also I feel like I'm better at treating it now and yes. recognizing. Yeah, we've got it, some so.
2: stuff to treat it with, haven't we? I yeah, mean, we've got we've got some amazing medication. I mean, there's what. Uh, I, can you think of any medications at all, oh, mate, that could help you with know, mild anxiety? Big supporter
1: of the show. I'm going through all the letters <laughs> of the alphabet, mate, and I'm not getting anything until I get to Z. Yeah, boom! Yeah. Bang! Zilkeen, There we go. Um, yeah.
2: So, so, so yeah, we've got lots more to treat it with these days. And, and I, certainly when I was, you know, all the dogs we saw, the, the, I don't know what you thought, but the, perhaps have a snap on the table or something, we'd call them, oh, they're a naughty dog or yeah. they're being bad or, you know, but you, you take a step back and you go, well, it's just telling you, I'm, really uncomfortable in that situation yep. I don't like my feet being touched last time you clipped my nails they hurt you, 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 you got the quick last yep. time you looked at my ears it hurt whatever it is and you know so you're just taking it back a step going, okay this dog's not just actually a bad or a naughty dog yeah. there's actually underlying anxiety to that but this links it really well mate with this article I saw in the Herald Sun yeah Rise in dog bite victims at hospitals. Oh, crikey, righty, eh? Yeah, yeah, we're well, relaxing really well. Yeah, there you go. With, With a those, great na- those naughty dogs. The naughty dogs. <laughs> <laughs> victims of dog bites are now turning up at Victorian hospital emergency wards at the rate of eight a day. Holy crap. New data shows hospital missions related to dog attacks have jumped 48% in just four years. Yeah. Crap! How long's the restrictive breed legislation been in, mate? That'd be about the same
1: time. It'd be about the same time when nope. uh, the the right honourable Dennis Napfine, you know, right. pushed that through. Doctor Dennis, Doctor Dennis, yep. yeah. Uh, and it
2: doesn't look like it's worked. No. Yeah. Funny about that. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, that. <laughs> However, the overall number of dogs attacking people fell in the past twelve months. I'm not sure how that's worked. And so the
1: overall number Numbers. has dropped, but the number of
2: Attacks admitted to hospital have jumped up. So perhaps there's more hospital admissions, so the more severe bites. Right. But less numbers. Okay. Interesting. Well, almost one in four attacks were on people under 20. Bites occurred across most age groups. Um... One Only 27% of the emergency department presentations and 24% of the hospital admissions related to dog bite injuries involve persons un- aged under 20 years. So they're trying to say that it's not necessarily kids that get bitten, I think.
1: Yeah, is right. what they're trying to say. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, it's based on data from 38 hospitals across Victoria. And guess where the most common location for an attack is?
1: Sunshine. No, oh, no, no, sorry. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I mean, location I mean, like, on the uh, body, like
2: on the street. No, no, oh. not on the body. Oh, no. right. Okay, <laughs> Jeez. we won't go there because you'll probably go the. the Wait, was it from the dog's the mouth? Thigh?
1: Was it from <laughs> the dog's mouth? Is that where the bite came T- from? Teeth. Teeth, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of them were teeth related injuries. On skin. On teeth, Very on good. skin. Well there great. we go. Beauty. All
2: right. So we're talking as environmental location. Was it on the street? Gotcha. Was it in the park? Yeah.
1: Was it maybe in the home? Yeah, right. Um, I'm I'm gonna say, um I Gave you a big tip there. I'm gonna say it's on the home.
2: Yeah, well done. Woohoo! Two but you'd think two it would from be, two, be two, mate. two. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thanks, mate. Sitting on a tee for me. That's how yeah. I got all those trophies in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can have the Just, to- just you Sitting can have on anything
2: the- from the top shelf, Lewis.
1: <laughs> I love the
2: sparkly one. Yeah. I love the big teddy bear. <laughs> so uh, in, in the four years between 2013 and 2017, a total of 10,650 people were treated at hospital emergency departments for dog-related injuries. Of that number, almost 4,000 were admitted.
1: Yeah, geez. The latest,
2: Yeah, the latest figures come as a snapshot of 15 Victorian councils revealed that the rates of dangerous dogs were higher in bigger outer suburban council areas. Now, I don't know how they're even linking that in. There's no link at all between the number of dangerous dogs in a suburb and the number of dog attacks. I don't know why they br- why they think that's relevant.
1: Because that should be fairly clear cut, shouldn't it? Like you should be able to say, okay, right. So you've had this many in this council area, this many in that yeah. council area. Well,
2: they do say Yarra Rangers record eleven dangerous dogs in the past financial year, while Casey registered five vicious hounds. Vi- a vicious
1: hound. Vicious hound, mate. Right. Yeah, not a dog. Oh, a so, vicious hound. So these are the. This is just the council going and saying we've found these dogs to be yeah vicious
2: well it's well i think the legislation is it's rushed at, at another dog or rushed at a person yeah That's okay simple thing can make a dog dangerous do that several times yes or or has has contributed to a dog attack on yeah. another dog or an or a person i guess right and then they become become dangerous dogs but I, I think it's so i'm not really up with the legals of it i try and stay away from the legal stuff but but i think um you know certainly um um, the 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 way of getting a dog a dangerous dog is, is is very very fluid, I think, and it just depends on what the dog's done. So, so I won't go into that because I have no idea. Hot it, hot button topic. <laughs> it says no particular breed or crossbreed was commonly de- detected in the attacks, and that's what we found. Is you know, it's, yeah, it's always the most common breed at the time. Yeah. So if Labrador is the most common breed in Australia at the moment, the most number of dog attacks come from a Labrador. From Labrador because there's more of them. Yes. Yeah. Not yeah. because they're
1: obese. Not yeah. that they are. But they just get really hungry. Yeah. yeah, and they like to eat whippets, apparently. Yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're so tasty. You know? Yeah, And so Liz Walker from the RSPCA said, breed alone was not a reliable predictor of, predictor of aggressive behavior. Yep. Listeners Which, to the pod, they know that. We've oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: I mean, that's a, that's been a slam dunk thing right from the start. Like As soon as they bought in, I mean, it was a knee-jerk reaction was to, um, to, to, to be seen to be doing something because to actually deal with the underlying problem is going to take time and effort and resources. Well, well, education of owners, you know, is is really
2: what it comes down to. I mean, uh, the thought is if you've got a certain breed of dog and you want it to be an aggressive dog, and okay, they ban that dog, then you'll just move on to what's the next most aggressive-looking dog, and I'll train that to be an aggressive dog,
0: potentially.
2: So that's one of the thoughts. But we certainly, us and the Australian Veterinary Association, deed, not breed.
1: Exactly right. Yes. Um, so and interestingly you say deed, right? You're yeah. talking about you know, remember back when we were around um, Anzac Day and we were talking about um the, the Dick and Medal. Mm. The um, for yes. uh, for uh, given to animals that were involved in um in, in wars and conflicts yeah, and yeah, being presented with things. I remember um, uh, Just aside, my daughter is doing
2: a badge, a pet badge for Girl Guides. Yeah. And she said, I need to find a cat that has done something remarkable. And so Deb said, go back and listen to episode number seven. Two and it was there, there. bang—the so the pussycat
1: cat that, um, that that was uh, on the boat. Yeah. yeah,
2: so there you go, mate. You're a resource for the for the girl guides. Fantastic. Yeah. I'll bring yeah. some cookies around next week. You can awesome,
1: sell them. awesome. <laughs> um, so uh, there was an article on uh, on ABC this week about uh, Victoria Cross for animals. Military dog Cougar posthumously awarded the Dick and Medal for bravery. So unfortunately, there it's in the title that uh, poor Cougar is uh, is no longer with oh. us. But this is from um, back in so it was two thousand. 2011 when um cougar was involved in uh some pretty uh in a pretty hot conflict zone um in the uh uh uruzgan province in afghanistan right um and uh was there with her handler and uh and another t- and a team of um soldiers and uh yeah, Cougar, um, was, uh, was actually shot, um, you know, several times and, right. um, wow. and after, you know, they, they got Cougar out. And so Cougar, um, I'm just trying to find where it says here, the, um, uh,
2: wasn't he, was he shot and he kept going? Was that, did I read that article? Exactly. Something? Yeah. Yeah. Something, something um, yeah. Like Uh, We're not doing vaccinations shots, are we? No, No, not at all. No, no. no. Um, Just just uh, clarify for listeners.
1: I let Cougar off to patrol ahead and scout Sergeant Jay said before long um, the... uh Uh, indicated he could sense something lying in wait. He pushed off to the left and down into a creek bank and I sort of lost sight of him, Sergeant Jay said. I could see the rounds uh, as Cougar was starting to swim across the river that's when the first burst of automatic gunfire came in around him. I could see the rounds kicking up around him in the water despite the gunfire, Cougar pushed onto the other side of the river where he charged the shooter and grabbed onto him. That forced that insurgent to target him as opposed to targeting us. The insurgent had an AK-47 and managed to get a shot into cougar which forced him to let his grip go um the insurgent escaped but not before cougar was shot five times and sustained shrapnel wounds to much of his body um and yeah you know they so the soldiers got back across there they so, um, so he was swimming across the river he got shot swimming
2: across the river but he still kept going and well, grabbed he, onto so the attacker. He, s-
1: he swam across the river despite gunfire yeah grabbed a hold of the guy and was then shot <sighs> and then let go and then the then the guy um, riddled him with the bullets. Got shot yeah. again. Oh. Um, and so, uh, wow. th- and the the I mean, and that's inc- an incredible. Um, you know, I guess. Bravery for the dog, but also, you know, that the the training that must have gone in, you know, he gone gone into um, from the trainers and stuff to try and get him uh, used to that, you know, sort of in that sort of situation. But um, the he spent um, nine months with vets in Afghanistan, Germany and Australia who treated him and attempted to rehabilitate him. But the stress, the injuries... um, uh, the stress, the injuries, and the recovery process pla- uh, uh, placed on him proved to be too much, and he died in 2012. Oh, so, that's horrible. Um, so after, after, so but yeah, he was um, uh, awarded posthumously the um, the the Dick and Medal for bravery for the um, for yeah courage under fire. I guess Whoa, so. World well yeah, hero, yeah. mate. Isn't that so, amazing? So you know, it's um you know thoughts and best wishes and you know well. prayers and all this stuff for the serving people and also all the animals and stuff that are there helping them out as well oh, that's amazing isn't it to, yep. to, uh, I guess there's
2: a lot of people that are affected by that there'd be the, the people that would train the dog initially mm, train yep. Cougar initially and then I guess there's the handler who would be the best mate He'd probably sleep in the chair of bunk and all that sort of stuff absolutely be yeah so close to be like just yeah your buddy out there wouldn't it yeah yeah oh, that'd be horrible wow so, but
1: uh, but Cougar's, uh, Cougars memory uh, memory lives on so yeah right yeah. well
2: slightly slightly better than one of the trophies you've got uh, sitting there well it's mate, certainly worth a hell yeah. of a lot more <laughs> you know
1: yeah 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 there, there's yeah. a um there's a distinct number of uh, coaches awards and best team players in there there's none <laughs> none, none there that were uh yeah, m- yeah. encouragement award, mate, maybe. Or would They call them things other than encouragement it, awards. They don't you know? call them that these no, days. No, 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 no. It's wow. a coach's award, so it's just, you know, a potato, potato. But, e- everyone you know, gets one? Everyone gets one. No no no, 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 no. There was award. only ever three trophies. Uh, only three trophies. Yeah, so MVP, best team player, and then a coach's award. Right. So. Oh, so, oh yeah, good yeah, on you,
2: mate. So. Turn up training every night. Every yep. time. Yeah, you know, good. <laughs> the get, last one there
1: cleaning the bins at the end just like Trent Cotchen yeah give the, give the kid a, you know <laughs> give give the kid who can't run can't bat can't hit can't throw a trophy because he turns up every week you know and his mum's a scorer so oh. there we go well speaking know. of that aren't you off to the games mate coming up well yes yes so I'm um, at the end of uh, I think when this one drops I'm going to be up at uh, oh, yeah, uh, up in the Gold Coast um, yeah right in the thick of it yeah yeah so up there at a um, at a baseball tournament for um the Pan Pack Masters game Pan-Pak? so oh. yeah so just up there um, I was hoping to go away playing in the Uh, in the over-40s tournament, given that I've just turned 21. Yeah. Um, So I could get in there and uh, just have a run around with people of my own age. But unfortunately, uh, the 40s team folded, so I'm going to be there in the thirty-five. So running around with... uh, some guys that can still play baseball, wow. a damn sight better than what I ever could back when I was a lot younger than what I am now. Yeah, Jeff, so. you take your passport, mate, or
2: some ID or something, just so you can get in. Or uh, no, she's quite they, youthful looking.
1: Well, though? no, they they turn me around and they have a look at the uh, the, the 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 spreading Whoa, solar on panel on oh, the back of the head. Phew, I thought you yeah. were to say something else. Where are we going here? I know there's a lot of
2: pity, pitching and uh, catching. catching the, yeah, well, yeah. What are they turning around for? Well, they're just checking the back of your head, mate? Checking the back of their heads. Right. To check the bald spot. That's oh, all. Yeah.
1: Right, that's okay. it. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah they, they're, they're going to count the number of rings. It's like a like a tree.
2: <laughs> I was worried, I was worried you were going to tell me about the 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 injection they have to give you before yeah. you go. <laughs>
1: I've still got the spot there. Do you want to have a look at yeah. it? No, 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 <laughs> no. Take my word for no, it. Well, yeah. that's
2: brighter than one of those trophies. Yeah, I right, know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's like another bite from sunshine, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer time? Yeah, mate. All right. All advice on this show is generally nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we've missed anything or if you need any clarification. Lewis, what have you got on your radar this week, pal?
2: Righto. Now, this this topic follows on uh, really well from our discussion last week we had about the dog that was fly biting and snapping. Remember yes. remember that one that I saw that was heaps improved with medication yes this is an article from the journal of veterinary behavior a little bit of an old one 2012 gastrointestinal disorders in dogs with excessive licking of surfaces oh
1: Come hang on. on here we yeah, go yeah. yeah why does my dog lick the carpet exactly. why does my dog lick the wall yeah.
2: yeah yeah spot on exactly and it's it's uh it's, it's an article done, uh written uh published by Veronica Bequibonet? fantastic. She yeah. doesn't happen to be French, does she, or is she from uh, Montreal? Montreal, mate. Montreal, yeah, yeah. French Canadian. So, and uh, and a few others there. Et al, et al, et al,
1: et and al, et al. Right, yeah. <laughs> yep, from the University of Montreal. I think they were in um, the uh, the middle-aged men into <laughs> Taylor Swift as well. Et al, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No were standing in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> so I had
2: an um, this is, I had a nurse at a clinic I used to work at that her dog licked the floor incessantly. Yep. Um and it made me sort of do some research and look up and think, you know, I oh, know there's some gastrointestinal stuff that's going on. So anyway, I sort of had chatted to her and she said she was cleaning her floorboards with vinegar.
1: Right. Okay. So I
2: thought, I know what it is. She she needs to add some hot chips to the mop bucket. Maybe there you go. She's, yeah, a little bit of salt and fantastic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She's got she's got some dim sims already to go there. Just roll them on the floor, and the dogs dogs licking away. Nice. So, so uh, it, um, excessive licking of surfaces in dogs refers to the constant repetitive licking of objects and surfaces such as floors, walls, carpets, and furniture. Yeah. Right. It is difficult to assess the prevalence of this behavior because although it appears abnormal and intolerable to some owners, most accept the behavior or simply ignore it. Yep. And I reckon that's really true. Like Absolutely. There'll be, be lots of dogs, you know, walk around licking everything, you know, licking the
1: windows, you know, licking, like you said, licking the carpet. Licking the batteries just because they want to get a little bit of charge <laughs> on their tongue. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's got the heart started, right? Let's go for a walk. <laughs> Um, So there's thought to be lots of different
2: causes of the licking. eh? We put up a whole lot of theories now. Is there a tooth problem? Is there a dental disease? Maybe there's a brain issue. Maybe we've got some old age cognitive decline. Maybe there's, or you know, the really common one we sort of push along with is uh, secondary to, you know, like a, an obsessive compulsive disorder, yes. and secondary to some anxiety or stress or something going going on with the environment. And certainly, that's what I was thinking with with my nurse's dog. Um, but the ap- hypothesis put forward by the Montreal team um, is that the majority of dogs presented with uh, ELS, they're calling, uh, excessive licking of surfaces, right are affected by an underlying gastrointestinal disorder. Right. So they got 19 licking dogs.
1: (laughs) Not hard to find those. Put put the uh, post out on Facebook. Do you have a licking dog? Do you have a dog that likes to lick carpet? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: So uh, (laughs) owners... (laughs) Oh, Robbie's lost it. No, he's back. He's I'm back, back. I'm back. back. Right. I'm all good. Owners were asked to fill out a questionnaire about the frequency and duration of the licking behaviour and to video record typical episodes at home. A board-certified behaviourist reviewed the questionnaires and videotapes to determine whether a given dog met inclusion criteria for the study. Dogs were included in the study if they lick surfaces such as floors, walls, carpets and furniture in a manner, increased duration, frequency or intensity... That prompted the owners to seek medical advice.
1: Right. Yeah. So, so the, uh, there's obviously a problem there. The owners have looked at it and said, right, there's, there's, this is odd.
2: Yeah. So dogs are excluded if they only lick their owners or themselves. Ah. So there were no dogs included that licked themselves just because they could. I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that cut out 99 per cent of the canine population. And unfortunately, the study folded. <laughs>
2: So for two weeks before the medical investigation, owners had to record daily licking behaviour and/or or gastrointestinal signs in a logbook prepared by investigators. A licking logbook. A lick book. Lick logbook. Lick licking book. So it's like a scratch and sniff book, but, yeah. but a lick book. Ten healthy dogs recruited through referrals from students and staff of the hospital were assigned to a control group. Okay, so non-lickers. Non-lickers. Exactly. Non-lickers, apart
1: from themselves or their owners, because they could. Because they could. Yeah. Exactly. And because it's not weird if you're yeah, a dog. That's it's right. Fine. Yeah.
2: And you. Yeah. Because you can.
1: Because <laughs> it's there.
2: Yeah, it's just there. <laughs> <laughs> so all dogs underwent a complete medical <laughs> behavioral history <laughs> as well as physical examination and a neurological examination by a neurologist. They had bloods, they had stool samples, they had an
1: ultrasound and then an endoscope. Wow. a full workup just Gee, for, a just lick. for just just licking. A lick. just <laughs> Sorry, you want to do what to my dog? Because he's been licking, yeah, the, yeah, licking the couch. Yeah, that's right. Can't it's I just the, get a different couch? I'm really enjoying it. Clean the windows. <laughs>
2: <laughs> get a different couch. <laughs> Based on clinical presentation, laboratory results, endoscopic findings, blah, 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 blah. Treatment was recommended for all the licking dogs. So they found something on all the licking dogs. right? Oh, no, hang on. If they didn't find something, they gave them a non-specific treatment. was recommended such as an elimination diet. Okay. Now, I could think of an elimination diet, but no longer sponsors, so (laughs) I won't mention them. (laughs) And, uh, And the use of an antacid. Or an anti-emetic, so an anti-vomiting anti-nausea medication. Yeah, yep. 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 Keep um, stuff heading south rather yep. than north. Yeah, yep. yep. Uh, and uh, and then they r- assessed um, the response to treatment, and so that's all with this nurse dog. I put on elimination food. We put on some uh, anti-nausea medication,
1: um, and we also put on some antacids. Um, so we on the um, so with doing all that, have they got written down? Um, what if they're so where they've found some things did they find any disease any background disease in the control group as well like have they gone through and to say what um oh that's a really
2: good question yeah i don't know Gee whiz, mate! Sorry, I've, I've made it's you turn a, the page. It's, it's a thick article. So, yeah, sorry. Mate. And to look and at the controls, uh, you,
1: you flicked over a couple of pages, and there's no highlighting on any of those uh, other pages. So I think I've, I think this, I've stooged you there. This is my last highlighted paragraph, mate. I think it's five pages of references. <laughs> After so that, it's done. Yeah.
2: yeah. So we'll um, m- move on. We'll, we'll move one, on. Put that one on the burner. Yeah, I'll, no. I'll research that over yeah. the next two years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I'm, I'm in my narcolepsy's, you know. I, Failing, and I can't go to sleep yeah. you
2: know, when I'm trying to. You know, I won't be able to earn any more trophies, mate. You know, if if uh, you know to catch up with you, if I have to read these articles, <laughs> so you can borrow controls. a couple
1: of them if if you like. Oh, can yeah, I? absolutely, yeah, yeah, really? yeah. Yeah, you can have my 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 uh, under sixteens ninety 93, 94 summer coaches award. But that's on the top shelf, mate. You no. sure about that? Oh, that one's right down the bottom shelf, yeah, mate. Right. That's all right. That was
2: is, is that. Oh, I just accidentally up there now. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so they they evaluated the uh, the dogs. Um, by chatting to the owners at day 30, 60, and 90. Yep. And um, and the owners were continuing to keep their licking logbook. Yes, good. And so what they found at day 30, 50% of dogs had improved. Right. And 17% had stopped licking. Yep. At day 60, again, still 50% improved, but 24% had stopped licking. So about right. a quarter stopped licking, which is getting kind of good. And then day 90, so three months out, 59% had improved. And 50, so half of the dogs had actually stopped.
0: Right, okay. So, pretty
2: good response. I mean, for something that in the past we thought was all anxiety-based. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of saying 50% of dogs potentially are licking because... They've got some kind of gastrointestinal issue going on. Yeah,
1: okay, right. Well, I mean, that's certainly very interesting that, you know, that there's um, – if there's something – I'm pleased going, you found it interesting, yeah, mate. Yeah. I trying to bring interest to no, the – t- No, I, I, you know. I, I like it, you yeah. know, because cause I guess you've got to um, – there's got to be a reason for it, and it's going to be a multifactorial reason for it, but, um, yeah, there's always uh, – As we've said before, in studies, you know, when you're starting to get down in, you know, smaller and smaller and smaller numbers, you know, you start to get a little bit more, more and more and more sort of, you know, how 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 yeah, uh, rigid are the results? How um, you know, so good
2: numbers. What was it? How many did I say? How many dogs was it? Do you remember? Oh, you're not listening. Thanks, Robbie. Nineteen. It was nineteen. (laughs) Nineteen. Nineteen numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nineteen dogs. And and because I think the other.
1: The other thing then is, um, you know, again, you're just trying to, you know, rip the crap out of the fantastic study that you bought. Um, you know, it would be um, from the number of, so if they've had 19 dogs that have had the signs and they've gone and diagnosed some of them, you know, with, with disease, um, uh, it would be good if if some of those animals that they actually found disease on that they actually didn't, treat they didn't do anything to see how many you know, whether any of them you know or do a placebo where you go okay right well here's now the medication that we're going to give your pet to try and see you know when you did that um uh, yeah. presented that the paper recently about um about placebo and how the people even when they were given the medication that they thought that it wasn't working until they said well hang on now here's the higher dose and it was less on there and then they go oh hang on now everything's fine
2: yeah um, well
1: that's a possibility yeah that that's true i think some of the
2: number in 14 to the nine, Nineteen dogs. They did find distinct abnormalities like eosinophilic lymphoplasmatic pl- plasmacytic infiltration of the GI tract, delayed gastric emptying, irritable bound syndrome, chronic pancreatitis, gastric fundal body, and GI- giardia. So that's a that's a list of big oh, big words there.
1: Oh, there's, uh, and they are all legitimate diseases. Exactly. That's, that's for sure. So that's yeah. fourteen
2: of, of nineteen of them. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think there are enough numbers to go. Oh, all right, well. You know, uh, half of you will just give... No, well, the control group was there. They didn't have any sign of any disease. And then they would have given them the medication... Oh, but they're not licking, yeah. No, no they're, so, they're not licking, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah.
1: and that's the thing of seeing the, the number of, um. you know, you would hope that when they've done it, the people that were doing the investigation didn't know whether or not the dogs were in the control group or whether yeah. or not they were no, in it the... it wasn't control. They are all medicated, I think, so... Yeah, right. But yeah. anyway, I mean, it's, but, you know, it's, 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 food, it's very interesting. Food for thought. Food for thought. So, I mean, the next time I've got a licking dog coming in, you know, there's certainly give it a crack with elimination diet and, you know, treat... You know, Treat them for worms and, you know, yeah, maybe well, maybe do the stool samples. And, yeah,
2: well, you know, or treat them, well, as I did for my nurse's dog, some anti-food you know, trial, yeah, maybe worming. Yep. Um, food trial, some anti-antacids and anti So, yeah, update on the nurse's dog, yep, yep did eight-week food trial, Yeah, you know, we put it on some antacids, some some anti noisy stuff, yep, yep, no, no, still licking.
1: <laughs> did I try a different couch? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just go down to Freedom no. and pick up a different couch. No, yeah? but
2: we swapped the apple cider vinegar. It doesn't oh, like that at all. No, it, it doesn't yeah, like that. Solved. Problem solved. Yeah, problem solved. Myth busted. Yeah, I couldn't... Bang. Bang. <laughs> Myth busted. <laughs> Back on that again. Myth busted. Oh, I've got more highlighting here. What's this? Yeah. Oh, uh... Is that just where you slipped? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so they're giving some ideas of what might what might uh, be the cause. So they're saying, nausea or your abdominal discomfort. Yeah, may cause licking, which would make
1: sense because if you've got abdominal pain, yeah, well yeah, you know, sometimes you know,
2: you're abdominal pain. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, and if
1: that makes you a little bit better, if one day you go and you happen to lick the couch and you feel a bit better, and well, I guess you're going to condition yourself to thinking that well, maybe the licking the couches. You know, has helped when in really it's not doing well, anything. M- but
2: maybe, maybe that's the thing. If if next time I've got a bit of a sore tummy, I might just try licking the couch and see what sort of relief I
1: get. There's a little study yeah. for Ab- us. April and Stella are coming. Going, Mum, <laughs> Dad's licking the couch again. <laughs> we <my> just <laughs> we just bought a new couch.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you this could is a
2: a control, mate. You could lick it when I've got the sore tummy. You lick at your place, and I'll um, see whether or not it again. <laughs>
1: Lewis, this is the reason why we can't buy nice things.
2: <laughs> That's a song by Taylor Swift. What's that? And I'm, oh, that uh, Licking the couch.
1: I'm d- decided to lick the couch. Yeah. Du- du- I can't. Du- so I'm not going to sing it. I've been told not to sing anymore. Oh really? You're done. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, <laughs> <Pupples> ears <laughs> are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. What do you got for us this week? So, um, I had a very interesting case during the week of a um a dog that came in that had been vomiting for about 18 hours. So it started vomiting, you know, late the night before, it was vomiting all night and into the early morning, and came in to see us. And uh, a young dog is a um a, a border collie, and he had. Um, um, uh, really marked abdominal pain, high temperature. Um, and so, you know, sorry, okay, well, we need to do some workup on him. Um, and it turned out that this dog looks like he's got... Pancreatitis. Ooh, okay, good so one. Good I topic. thought, well, this is a good lead into pancreatitis because it is a fairly common thing that we yeah. see, and a uh, um particularly for the dogs that have got it, you know, you really need to be uh, really careful with uh, your long term management of them because you can keep getting pancreatitis and it can get really, really, really bloody bad really yeah. quickly. So, um, so I thought we'd start off and go right. So. Go back to the start of the story and say, "What is a pancreas?" So, your, right. so your oh. so your pancreas, Lewis, is a uh, is an organ that sits in your abdomen. Um, it sits next to your stomach and your uh, your small in or your uh, it runs down in your small intestine, and it's got two main jobs. One job, or what's called the endocrine pancreas, is involved in producing insulin and other hormones for blood sugar regulation and glucose regulation, which we spoke about previously with um, when we're talking about diabetes. Um, the second part uh, of the pancreas is called the exocrine pancreas. The exocrine pancreas is involved with producing enzymes to help to break down fats and proteins. Now, um, all of those bits of the pancreas are all intermingled in little islands or little islets of cells right throughout the, throughout the pancreas. So pancreas, uh, if you want, when it's not doing its sugar job and it's doing its uh, exocrine job, you're, you eat something. You get stomach. You get distension of your stomach, which sends a signal to the pancreas to say, "Get ready. We're going to need some enzymes in order to try and break this stuff down." Yep. The pancreas produces the enzymes, squirts them into the stomach or into the small intestine, where then they are generally activated by the gastric acid. So then that way the enzymes don't get activated within the organ itself. And you break down your fats and your proteins, you get to absorb it and everything's great and then you eat again the next time and the process repeats. Love it, mate. Describe it really well. But what happens when you get pancreatitis is that those enzymes, rather than being activated in the safety of the lumen or the inside of the intestines, actually get activated within the organ itself. Right. Now, the the pancreas is made up of fat and protein. So if you're producing enzymes that can break down fat and protein, then the, the organ starts to digest itself. So as it's digesting itself, then that causes tissue damage, which then means you get inflammation. As you're getting inflammation, then that will cause you to get pain. So that's why the animals often uh, won't eat. They'll vomit because they're nauseous Um, because of the inflammation. Then that will kick the fever up as well. Now, Why don't all dogs get pancreatitis all the time? Our bodies have evolved these great fail-safe mechanisms of being able to try and stop those enzymes from being activated within the organ. The the big way is that usually it only gets activated with acid. The acid is only in the intestine after it's come out from the stomach. So usually it only gets activated there. There's fail-safes up in the organ itself so that if those enzymes get activated in the organ, then those enzymes get broken down before they can cause any damage. Yep. So in the animals that get pancreatitis, there's a breakdown in that safety mechanism. Now that can be due to many potential causes, or I'll run through in a sec, but when those safety mechanisms are exhausted, once all of the mopping up mechanisms are done... Well, then the enzymes just keep on breaking. They start breaking them, uh, breaking down, activate more enzymes and more enzymes, and you get more and more and more damage. So, how does it happen? You know, there's we know that pancreatitis happens reasonably commonly. Um, the hard thing is, there's no one thing that definitely sets it off. Yep. So, um, are you talking dogs and cats or both? Oh, look, so we're, we're probably going to mainly go dogs. We'll go yep. a little bit on kitty cats because kitty cats and pancreatitis is sometimes a little bit of a little bit of a weird one. Um, or we've just got some monsters that are coming in. Oh, wow, your the kids kid, have arrived, mate. Kid, kid, that's some dress ups going yeah. on. Kids have just been down at the local shops doing some uh, Halloweeny stuff. So, there's some uh,
2: face painting going on there. Yeah, it's a nice that's an one. Evil Dracula there.
1: It is. Yeah. Oh, and he's found some more bottle tops too. Ruben's now decided he's needed to collect bottle tops, right? Which is really great when he picks up dot bottle tops on dirty streets. <laughs> anyway, so um, so so for dogs um, uh, with pancreatitis, the ways that we think um it can be set off dogs that eat fatty meals. So yep. um so large fatty meals cause a, a lot of um stimulation of the pancreas. A lot of stimulation of the pancreas then causes increased enzyme production and potentially over time can predispose you to getting the uh the the pancreatitis medications can potentially do it so there's some thoughts that um, that cortisone may or may not increase the predisposition to it Um, you know always used to be thought to then it sometimes doesn't but I think in some dogs that are predisposed to it it probably doesn't help. Um, Some medications flat out can cause it, like some chemotherapy drugs. Also things like um, poor blood supply, so a poor blood perfusion. So if you're under an anesthetic and your blood pressure drops, or if you've got kidney disease and your blood pressure is not all that great, all of those things can potentially kick you off for getting pancreatitis. Um, So... Once it happens, um, the the, the general clinical signs for dogs when they've got pancreatitis is sometimes if it's really mild, they just won't eat, you know, because they know that, right, well, if I don't eat, the pain goes away because if they're not eating, their stomach's not distending, their stomach's not getting the signal, so they're not getting enzyme activation. If the inflammation and things are getting worse, your classic signs are vomiting, abdominal pain, often shown as what we call the praying position, so where dogs get down on their, um, they sort of their front legs drop down, their back legs are up because what that does is that's, tries to sort of make the, the really heavy abdominal organs like your liver and stomach sort of fall away from the yep. pancreas a little bit. It's so like it's a
2: play bow, isn't it? You know dogs at the park that are about to go and play. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like everything after this is play. That's yep. a play bow. Well that's what they do, like a praying same sort of position. They, they get down on their yeah. on their chest, on their front legs as a, a way to try and we had do a it. dog here last week just doing that exact thing. I haven't seen it for ages. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah but really uncomfortable.
1: And when you see those ones it's um yeah that's when you start going, Oh okay. Well I mean it's not it's not specific Specific for pancreatitis, no. but it means that there is abdominal pain. pain. There, yeah. So, um, yeah. so uh, and and yeah, as I say, your vomiting's a big one. You can get diarrhoea when you've got pancreatitis right. as well because the pancreas, um, where it is, it's pretty close to the colon too. So sometimes, if you've got inflammation there, you can get a little bit of a tickle up of your colon, so you can squirt out the other end as well. Yeah, so. Right. so
2: so what should, what what do you, what do people do what do you, you know if your dog's been
1: diagnosed with pancreatitis so so treatment wise for pancreatitis unfortunately there's no specific you know there's no antidote for it there's no specific treatment for it other than symptomatic so rehydrate them because generally these dogs if they're vomiting they ain't drinking so you've got to put them on a drip to keep them hydrated that keeps the blood flow going yeah. it gives you a better chance of being able to get um, the the things that the body needs in order to try and settle down the inflammation yeah. around there to the yeah. organ um, so get them on fluids treat the nausea so we've got some really really good um, anti-nausea medications now load them up to the earlobes with that to try and stop them from vomiting
2: well, so you just put some vinegar on the floor and get them to lick it up a and bit. the dim sim yeah. as well yeah yeah that helps a lot of- Dim, I uh, find uh,
1: yeah that, that works well for you yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah awesome <laughs> ah, <laughs> terrific yeah um and uh, and pain relief pain relief pain relief pain relief because these dogs are sore yes. yeah. so um and uh, and if back when we first graduated there was a lot of um talk you know you you fast the pancreatitis dogs until they're until they're not vomiting you know um and we now know that the the micronutrition that's needed by the lining of the the stomach and the intestines they need ingested they need to eat something so the big thing is is trying to get as uh, get a little bit of food into them as quickly as what you can so now so
2: it's a sort of a low-fat
1: bland food isn't it generally you go for is the big one and small meals and often so when we were talking before about the, the, the things that set the pancreatitis off we know that fatty foods are going to stimulate the, pancreat- the, the the pancreatic stimulation of the enzyme we know that gastric distension is going to stimulate yep. the pancreatic enzymes so small meals and often of low fat food right. um, and so that and, you know, ugh, plus and minus antibiotics I mean generally it's not a, a, an infection per se that's going on sometimes the dogs if you've got severe inflammation and you've got um, impairment uh, or potential impairment of your immune system sometimes these dogs could potentially go into septic shock so yes. you do need to watch them pretty closely high heart rates poor gum perfusion yeah. things like that sometimes you will put them on antibiotics to try real, and stop. those
2: really sick ones you do don't you but yeah. not the ones that sort of you can maybe treat as an outpatient or it's just on fluids and some pain relief correct and generally, just generally they're okay generally they're yeah. all right yeah, yeah. yeah
1: it's um you know the yeah, the the big thing with um with pancreatitis, you know, the the vast majority of dogs, the signs are mild. They do the right thing with treatment, and everything goes okay. But unfortunately, some dogs they do go very, very pear shaped, very, very quickly. I oh, know,
2: no. and it's hard to know wh- which dog will, isn't it? You know, yeah. there's no sort of indication. They can they can go from being totally healthy, sort of one day, and twelve hours later, they're just you know some reason the pancreas just goes poof.
1: Well, I th- yeah, I think the the big, uh, particularly for um the when the dogs get really really sick the big thing with it is um and, so other things can happen around the pancreas too before all the uni students are going but what about pancreatic abscesses and pancreatic mm. cancer yes absolutely you can get a pancreatic abscess and you can get pancreatic cancer as well that can show signs that are very very similar as well because you've still got inflammation around those organs um but for your, you know, you lay down mosaic pancreatitis the times where those guys get really, really bad. Is if the inflammation around the organ is so bad, yep. and then the inflammation then starts to track elsewhere around the body. Right. Those inflammatory mediators get into the bloodstream, and they start to cause dilation in your blood vessels elsewhere around the body. Right. So you will get, you know you can get kidney failure. You can get, yeah. um, you know all the all the nasty um, acronyms organ
2: failure. Is it mods,
1: sirs, ARDS, all sorts of stuff. You know, if you if you ever HIV. talk HIV.
2: No what? Yeah,
1: now no, that one not quite. <laughs> FIV, no, <laughs> no, you know, you know, um, you know, uh, the, the 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 middle-aged men into Taylor Swift, Mam- yeah. mammoths What was it? You yeah. forgot what it was already? Yeah, yeah mammoths Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mammoths You know, um. So if, if your vet starts talking to you about yeah, ARDs and SARDS and all that, sort of stuff, yeah, your your dog's in some sub- and and it can take really 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 intensive treatment at that stage. You yeah. know, um, plasma transfusions yeah, right. and and blood pressure yeah. m- medication and yeah. all sorts of stuff to try and keep them uh, keep them going, but, Generally, generally, and particularly for this dog we had during the week, um, he did everything right. Oh. Put him on a drip, pain relief, anti nausea. ate chicken. His his you know his temperature was still up. We kept him on drip for another twenty four hours. He went home eating chicken. Dynamite. He gave so, him KFC, mate. That's nice of you. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. took the bones out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not an just animal. The skin. Yeah, Just, yeah, just, <laughs> just the skin. Yeah, no. um, but he's gone and home on chips. a low fat diet. Yeah, the, chips With some the gravy. On it, yeah, yeah. So, so we could dip the gravy in there. The chips in the gravy. <laughs> You know, and threw yeah. it on the floor So they can yeah. pick it up <laughs> Do you ever think it's weird At KFC Where people dip chips Into the uh, mashed potato And gravy Dipping potato in potato It's a bit weird Oh I hadn't thought of that You hadn't thought about yeah. that Yeah You know? So it's like, it's like, you know, dipping, dipping your, your chicken in egg, you know, it's just a bit weird. Chicken in egg, you know, right. egg. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. which right. I guess you can do anyway. <laughs> um, All right. So, so ha- how's it prevented, mate? What what sort of things can people do to prevent it? Or? So, yeah. Um, so I'm glad you asked, Lewis. Yeah. Um, so, so big thing is, is going to be if your dog's got a predisposition to pancreatitis, you know, if you've had blood tests that have shown that you've had elevated pancreatic enzyme levels, ultrasounds to show that you've got, um, uh, Inflammation around your pancreas, um, then you need to avoid fatty food. You need to avoid bones. You know, uh, marrow bones are terrible. You need to avoid um, giving your dogs sausages, high-fat foods, and large amounts of food is going to be what's going to set these dogs yes. off. Yeah. So, so you really need to concentrate on feeding them low-fat diets, small meals, and often yeah, because. Right that dog is always going to have just that little slow burning, embering pancreas, you know, potentially that can flare up. Anything you can do to try and stop that is worthwhile. And yep. because you'll, you, we often see people where they've done gone really, really, really well for years. And then they give their dog, a, you know, the, the leftover Christmas ham. And then they're in hospital for a week because their pancreas is just, you know, absolutely but cacked itself. In some dogs, it just doesn't take much, does it? It's no, like, you know, I just
2: gave him a shave
1: and a cheese
2: or, yep, or something just simple. And bang, there it is. it's like, your dog just needs to be on that low-fat food every day for the rest of its life. Yeah, you know? We're really
1: sorry, yeah. but
2: that's what you can do. Yeah, you know? exactly. Right. Yeah. They're going to be in hospital with us. So, yeah, good stuff, So, mate. there you go. Pancreatitis.
1: If um, if I've missed out on anything or anyone's banging their head up against a brick wall and they need me to go, let us know. Send let us
2: an email at 2 vets at gmail.com. There is no way you've missed anything, mate. That was <laughs> fantastic. I was, <laughs> I was taking, so fairly,
1: back to, taking back to vet school right there so where there I was just going at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry it couldn't be as exciting as Tay-Tay for you, mate, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. it was a late I just, night. Just, I just have a big giant snake coming through there for you, <laughs> you know? It was a late night, mate, so that might yeah. be why I'm zipping asleep. But yeah. You had a late night, mate. I didn't get in until half past two this morning. Wow. Yeah. yeah from the dollop. Oh, after the podcast, we went, I went with um a mate from down the road. Yeah. And we went and had, a, you know, the, the little bar that's um, under the bridge um in Melbourne um, oh, that goes yeah. over the Yarra. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we went there and we got stuck in a time warp between 10.30 and 12.30 and then trying to get a train home. There's no trains. So to train to um to Sandy and then get a bus home, so oh, geez, yeah yeah, so I didn't mate. get into all the right. past
2: too. Yeah, or right. I went to bed at midnight. So, I thought so that got was you late. beaten.
1: I'm older, mate. I'm much Bang. older. I'm going to drop this much mic, you're 21. mate. Thirty-one. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, I'm young enough. that I can handle this. I'm going to drop the mic, old man. You can just, you can sort the rest of it yourself. No. <laughs> you're in peak condition, mate. You're off to the uh, the Olympic Games or something. Oh well, I'm on the know, Gold Coast and well, the under thirty-five or something. Well, there's um you know we we, we do get a medal if you win. You Ooh. know you know which I, shelf which shelf we're looking. You reckon? Well, I don't know. I might put a new one in. That's it. That's uh, Ruben will take it if, right. if if I get a chance. Ruben will take the medal in. No, uh, I'll be lucky to see it. I, I, I haven't seen my marathon medal in three weeks. Right. Yeah. I did notice when he was walking through, he's dressed as a vampire, with a medal around his neck. I thought I'm <laughs> best vampire on the street, maybe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as voted by his mum. Yeah, yeah. Of
2: course. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. All right, guys. So I think that that's about a wrap for today. So yep. uh, look like Robbie said. If you got any questions, or you think we missed something, or you Want to talk about something? Hit us up at Gmail at twovetstalkpets at gmail dot com. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Snapchat. Aren't we? You're on Snapchat, aren't you, Robbie? Uh well, not not, Snapchat. Not, not not not
1: that. for two to, two vets talk pets, mate. It's a it's an own personal account, just right I take pictures of Rosie and <laughs> just send it out to other dogs from down at the park. Send it to nobody. Send it to nobody. <laughs> well, actually, last
2: <laughs> night when I went to Tay Tay, all the nurses at work were like, "Make sure you send us some Snapchats." And so I was like, "Oh." Okay So so I started, so I sent them I sent them a couple of videos and, and then I had to text them all And say Did that work? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I need some feedback ah! And oh. they all come back
2: on No nope, That didn't work So I had to work out In the middle of the concert How do I send this? How do I send? And so I sent a photo And then Kate One of the nurses Comes back at me And goes Can you send a video too? I was like Oh no, Dude, just no. let me enjoy the concert. Yeah,
1: I've got no idea. You could have asked a screaming 14-year-old girl behind you if she actually came up for a breath how to Snapchat. She well, might have been able to help you out.
2: Yeah, or the, or the dad in front of me who was like, basically the, had been brought along by his daughter just to video the whole concert oh, on his own. Like he just stood there with his arms like, mate, that arm's hurting now. <laughs> it's going to be hurting. He was tapping his foot. He was loving it. But he was like, you could tell. He's like, no, dad, make sure you do portrait, not not, not that other filter. or oh, something. I don't know what she's going about. But anyway, uh,
1: And you, it'll be, the, the, be six pixels in the you know, in the middle of the phone. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know? oh, exactly. Oh exactly.
2: Dad, you had your finger on the lens the whole time.
1: Oh, Dad, you're the worst dad ever. I can't <laughs> believe it. You ruined it. You had my shoulder's ruined. You ruined my life. <laughs> I hate you <laughs> That Ta- was me. Tay Tay Ta- was-, Ta- was right. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, she did give a few little monologues, little soliloquies in the whole did thing. Did she? And Deb was sort of saying, oh, listen up, the, Lewis, because our girls are just sponging this up. Oh, I yeah. Like, oh, oh, what she said was okay. I think it was all about, you know, people, oh, I don't know, people who hated her and, you know, work through them and don't just ignore them and do your own path and stuff. So.
1: Well, that's yeah, right. Yeah,
2: great. Perhaps we'll put that on the on the socials, mate, just a little soliloquy. Yeah, just, just,
1: just, yeah. just you and me. We can, you know. And Make a, our own a, one. Oh yeah 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 we, we just rip off Tay Tay soliloquy
2: yeah right and uh, for all the 13 year old girls out there <laughs> to listen to I don't think so
1: we can send you a sticker you can put it on your school bag there you go we do have stickers so hit us up yeah, yeah get us get, on get Patreon a, get a yeah Patreon Patreon us up yep we'll, we'll send you a sticker so
2: we you know we do appreciate all the support we're getting on Patreon um, but you know if, if you think you, you like what we're doing and uh, and and you think we're worth a couple of dollars um, to help support the podcast, keep it running, um, you know, keep keep uh, keep us paying for the the hosting and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and hit us up and. Um and and uh, and yeah any questions send them on to us
1: we'd love to hear from you guys so uh, leave us a little review on iTunes if you like what we're doing you know five star review five star review would be nice yeah you not know? that four we, star we one we love it we love it yeah yeah that guy hasn't gone on un- and updated from the four to the five yet either hasn't he no no well, no if anyone knows how to delete
2: four star reviews perhaps <laughs> <laughs> hit us up on the socials
1: whenever I look at it I keep trying to sort of paint the the, uh, the one <laughs> star that's not there you know little yellow next to it and then I then I go on to the next page I got all these yellow stars I wonder what the
2: stars were on the screen any of your thing, of your, of your
1: laptop there, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, I, I just can't stand looking at that for a <laughs> second. Anyway, guys, rightio. We'll, uh, we'll
0: catch you all next week. All right, guys. See you later. Peace out, bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to Two Vets Talk Pets at gmail.com.